Wilson on the rebound, and the Panthers win it in overtime. 2-1 the final. Welcome to Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers. Essex sends it straight ahead. Barkov has room, cruises in Barkov, makes it over, he scores! Here are your hosts, Jamison Olive and Doug Plagans. Hey, everybody, welcome into Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers. Thanks for making Territory Talk a part of your listening week. Doug Plagans here alongside Jameson Olive. We are recording this episode from Rogers Arena in Vancouver. It's Saturday, and day two of the NHL draft is in the books. The whole NHL draft is in the books. We are watching them break it down on the floor, and we are going to break down the draft from the Panthers' perspective. And uh, to start things off, we'll get to thoughts from Jameson here in just a moment but to start things off Panthers President of Hockey Operations and General Manager Dale Talon with his overview on this draft from the Panthers view of things well it was necessary to improve our team defense and our depth chart and uh, get a balanced uh, where we played with more physicality on the back end so that's what we addressed uh, goaltending obviously was a priority and then defense and then at the end we added a lot of uh, heavy big players that could score and we also added a little uh, skill as well so it's a very diverse group that we drafted so I'm excited and happy about the results of our day. I was going to ask you just the excitement to be able to bring in a little bit of everything. Yeah, well, wide variety. Was, we had a great list. Our scouts did a wonderful job. It was very tight. Uh, a lot of names that we had identified, and uh, we uh, felt we addressed a lot of our needs for our franchise. So Dale Talon right there, Panthers general manager, president of hockey operations, with some thoughts on this draft as a whole. Of course, it started on night one, on Friday. The Panthers had the 13th overall pick, and they used that 13th overall pick to take Spencer Knight, who was the consensus top goaltender. In this draft, everybody figured he'd be the first goaltender off the board and maybe the only goaltender taken in round one. That was the case, and the Panthers were the team that took Spencer Knight at number 13, and everybody, myself included, seems to be excited about this pick. Yeah, like I said, uh, we're recording this on Saturday, so it's been you know a little bit around 24 hours since that pick was made, and I've talked to a million people, I've read a million articles, and everyone loves this pick. No one sees a downside to this. Everyone said, you know, hey, if you have the 13th overall pick, if you need a goaltender of the future in your system, you can't get any better than this kid. This kid isn't just the best goaltender in this year's draft class. He's the best of the past several draft classes, talking to people. He's been compared to Carey Price, Jonathan Quick, guys like that. So he's definitely uh, got a lot, lot, lot of high hopes surrounding him. It's a lot of expectations. But in talking to him, I think the most interesting thing is he has such a level head. He kind of told us his mantra after he got drafted was, you know, never make the highs too highs or the lows too low. You know, always kind of ride that even keel. And in talking to him, you sense that. He even said he, he didn't really even sound that excited that he was picked 13th overall. Don't get me wrong. He was very excited to go to the Panthers, very excited to be a first-round pick, but he's, it seemed like really had the mindset that he was just going to show up here and wherever he went, whenever he went, that was going to be just fine with him. That's just, you know, one step of the long journey he's taken to get to the NHL. So he's got a great head on his shoulders and for goaltenders, for the best goaltenders in the league, uh, having a good head is, you know, half the battle. I'd be having that calmness, having that composure that extends, you know, on the ice, off the ice, that's so big. So that was a huge get for the Florida Panthers there in the first round. And of course, we had a chance to talk to Spencer Knight. So here's a little quick clip of our chat with him after he got drafted. 
You know, for me, uh, I wasn't really going with any certain expectations of which team. I was just trying to take in the moment. And, you know, for the guys on my team and people I knew that were picked ahead of me, and just being happy for them. And obviously, when you hear your name called, it's just, you know, a dream come true. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's weird, you know, and it just doesn't seem real almost. It's just, uh, obviously, you said it's growing up, it's something you dream of. So. A couple of your teammates were picked before you. Every time you heard from the U.S. program, <laughs> did your heart race a little for a bit? I know, a little bit, but, you know, I think uh, those guys obviously are tremendous players and you kind of, you know, you know they might go, so I was happy for them. Was anything from your pre-draft games with the Panthers that made you think maybe this will be the team? Yeah, I mean, they're all, you know, great people, great staff, and we had a lot of good conversations. So, I mean, obviously, we had a good connection. But uh, going to the draft, you know, I didn't, like, have any expectations of where I was going to go, so I'm happy to be here, though. I just love to talk about when goalies get picked. Were you surprised to go through the team? Like, were you expecting late first round? Like, what were you? You know, uh, I mean, I wasn't really expecting where. I think because the draft, and regardless of how good you are or your position, you almost never really know. So, for me, I was kind of just, you know, I just, Enjoy the moment, and it's sooner than later. Great. <laughs> yeah, and Florida's never as good as the goalie's been in Florida. Never taken one in the first round. So. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously great to be part of the organization, and I just can't wait to get started. Any thoughts on your own development and how quickly you think you might be able to make it to NHL? Yeah, so for me, obviously, I'm just gonna take it year by year, and uh, I'm not trying to get ahead of myself, and just uh, really try to develop and focus on the now instead of you know a couple years down the road. So great to hear from Spencer there. Like we said, uh, just all the right answers, saying all the right things. Really happy to be a member of the Florida Panthers and a guy that, you know, could be here in a year, could be here in two years, three years, four years. Regardless, it sounds like he's going to be on a really good path going to Boston College and then riding that over to the Panthers. And uh, like we said before, uh, they're breaking down the draft right now behind us. We're taking it apart. (laughs) They're taking it apart. We're in the stands at Rogers Arena. At some point, they may just kick us out if we don't finish this because they're trying to get this thing cleared out here. The draft is over, but uh, still a lot to talk about for the Florida Panthers. Eight other picks on day two that just got finished here. Uh, you heard what Dale Talon said a little bit earlier. This team kind of went with the mindset. You get Spencer Knight, and then you just kind of build from there. And that's what they did. Three of their first four picks on day two were used on defensemen. Uh, after going forward so many recent drafts, after getting guys like Owen Tippett, Alexi Hepaniami, Grigory Denisenko, Sarah Noel, after getting all those high-caliber forwards recently, they really kind of worked on the defense here a little bit before you know getting some good depth forwards later on. So, again, back to Spencer Knight. Uh, we talked to him on 560 WQAM right after he was drafted and uh, talked about how he sees himself as a, a technical goaltender, a calm goaltender, says he enjoys watching Carey Price play the position. And uh, I guess if you're a young goaltender and you want to watch a guy play the position, Carey Price isn't a, isn't a bad guy to to watch and, uh, and try to uh, learn from. But, Jameson, like you said, getting into day two of the draft, Panthers ended up going with a, a little bit of everything, picked up a, a lot of players with a lot of different skill sets and really hit on all the different positions throughout uh, throughout this entire draft. And we want to get into uh, hearing from Jason Bukla, his view as a whole on uh, on this draft. So uh, Jason Bukla, Panthers Director of Amateur Scouting, here's what he had to say in terms of an overview on this draft. As a whole, we addressed, uh, I'm sure Dale talked to you guys already, but we were able to address a lot of our needs on a lot of different levels. So starting from the net out, um, nice uh, nice group of defensemen with a combination of skill and size. Um, and then obviously uh, some, uh, some real nice additions up front as well. You know, some 200-foot players that uh, we really wanted to add to the organization to kind of... Uh, lean out our prospect pool a bit and uh, we were able to do that so 
This was as, as exciting a day or two days as, uh, as I can recall since I've been here in Florida. So big thanks to Jason Bukla for joining us. We've got a lot from him as we go through the entire slate of draft picks for the Panthers here in this 2019 NHL draft. And uh, first, his thoughts on the Panthers' first round pick, goaltender Spencer Knight. Well, um, the best in the world at his, at his craft. So, I mean, clearly um, special. We're looking for him to... Uh, continue to uh, develop at a high level and we don't see any reason why that's not going to happen. He's really excited to come to Florida. I'm sure you guys have talked to him and it's kind of one of his target teams in his mind if he ever did have one. So um, we think we drafted, we drafted a franchise goalie. You know, Lou uh, has been a franchise goalie in this league for more than one organization. And, uh, we think that we've done that again with uh, with Spencer. Um, there's going to be some competition there, though, because Monty came in last year and showed that he's capable, and uh, Bednar just arrived from Bowling Green. So there's there's a lot of internal competition there now, which is good for everybody. So Jason Bukla right there on Spencer Knight, the Panthers' first-round pick, and then thoughts after day two on the next eight selections the Panthers made in this 2019 NHL draft. And we had a chance to catch up with uh, a couple of the, a few of the draft picks as well. But uh, but thoughts from Jason Bukla, we're going to have those on all of them as we go through one by one through the uh, the rest of the draft picks the Panthers made in Vancouver. And we'll start it with their second-round pick, 52nd overall, Vladislav Kolyakonik, a defenseman out of. Flint Firebirds in the Ontario Hockey League. 29 points, 53 games last year. Jason Mukla had uh, high praise for his skating ability as well. A two-way defenseman. Yeah, no, he's definitely a guy that I think the Panthers uh, targeted for a while. And talking to Bukla, we'll get to that in a minute. He said this is guy has been on the Panthers' radar dating back to last year. So this is not a surprise to anyone within the organization. Um, you know, a ton of skill. First player ever from Belarus drafted by the Florida Panthers. So a little bit of history there as well. But he's a guy that, you know, had a weird year. He, he went to the London Knights in the import draft and suddenly they were in a position where they had too many import players, had to get rid of one, waved him. He gets picked up by Flint. Uh, it's a rebuilding team right there. So that actually worked out. He ended up getting a ton of minutes, a ton of play time, really kind of blossomed uh, during his first year in North America after playing the last two years in Belarus. Uh, then goes on to the you know the 2019 U18 World Junior Championships point per game for Belarus. But uh, he said after that that, you know, he doesn't care about that. He wanted to win and Belarus didn't win. So uh, that, that's kind of what you want out of a defenseman is that kind of do anything it takes to win mentality, you know, not satisfied with personal accomplishments. So uh, he'll be back in the OHL next year, but he's a guy that definitely uh, to keep it on in the years coming. And uh, like I said, we had a chance to talk to him. He was one of the guys that was here. So we'll, we'll get into the sound of him right now. This is uh, Vladislav Kolyachanik, the Florida Panthers second round pick, 52nd overall in this year's draft. And then right immediately after that, we'll get into Bukla's thoughts on Kolyachanik. How does it feel to be a member of the Florida Panthers? Um, super good. Extremely excited to be part of the team. Wants me. Uh, when, the, when the Panthers were on the clock, did you think that could be where you're going based on your, your meetings with the team earlier? I didn't think something. Uh, I just uh, wait who can take me and who will believe in me. And now I know that Florida believe in me and the Panthers told me. For Panthers fans that maybe don't know you yet, what can you kind of say about your game? How would you describe yourself? Um, I can describe myself like a two-way defenseman. I keep working on my offensive game. I will work a lot. Is there anyone you can stylistically to? Um, I'm not trying to play like someone. I'm just trying to take everything best from the best players in the NHL and trying to develop on my own way. 
A great skater. Um, you know, he's got size. He's he's pretty lean, but he's in. You know, he's put together. Um, he's had to uh, battle through some adversity. Um, he was supposed to start the year last year with the London Knights. Uh, they had Oakfist, who was a Chicago draft, come back from Chicago, and so they had to open up an import spot. And uh, when that happened, he got moved to Flint. Uh, didn't bat an eye. You know, went to a rebuilding uh, junior franchise, and so it said a lot about him character-wise. But we had already identified him on our. Uh, underage list a year ago in Europe at the World Championships. Uh, we had seen him as an underage playing and uh, so we had him as a target guy as a watch to begin the year. It didn't matter where he was going to play, be playing, we already had him uh, on our list. So in the second round at number 52 it was Vladislav Kolyakonik, a defenseman the Panthers chose and they went the blue line route again on uh, their third round pick, the 69th overall pick when they chose from the Portland Winterhawks in the Western Hockey League, John Ludvik. And he's got 18 points in se- 18 points, 58 games, 77 penalty minutes in those 58 games as well. And uh, he plays a defensive brand of hockey, a strong, hard-nosed defensive brand of hockey from what we understand. Yeah, he's definitely a guy that's not afraid to drop the gloves. If you have a minute, go look him up on uh, hockeyfights.com. Some really good brawls there. Some really good, uh, kind of a, a good way to look into what the Plant Panthers might be getting. A guy that could, you know, be a pretty good enforcer in this league down the line. Also, you know, it never hurts. We talked about it in our preview, you know, good bloodlines, good pedigree. Uh, this guy's dad uh, played uh, 314 games in the NHL for New Jersey and Buffalo. So, you know, he knows what it takes. I'm sure his parents have told him, you know, uh, he's seen it firsthand. He's seen what his family's been through. He knows, you know, what the lifestyle is of a professional athlete, of a guy that wants to get there. So uh, I'm sure he's got a pretty good path ahead of him. So John Ludwig was the Panthers' uh, third-round draft choice. Here is Jason Bukla, again, Panthers' director of amateur scouting, with some thoughts on this young defenseman. Heavy, hard, like mean, <laughs> uh, with skill. Uh, so, I mean, it, it, get, it becomes a little bit redundant, you know, these what, how you and I and, and all of us are talking with. Um, you know, he moves the puck. He's got secondary skill. But what he has, he trains as an MMA fighter. He's, you know, he's an old-style Rocky kind of a guy when it comes to his fitness training. And uh, he's got bloodlines. His dad played in the league. But between the years, this is a relentless, heavy. He's going to be the captain potentially in Portland this year. So, good fit for us. So John Ludwig in the third round, 69th overall. The Panthers, though, weren't done in the third round. They had originally, when the day started, three fourth-round picks, and they packaged a couple of those together, moved back into the third round, and at the 81st overall selection, they made their second pick in the third round. This was their fourth player chosen overall, and they took a right winger named Cole Schwint from Mississauga of the Ontario Hockey League, where last year he had 49 points, including 19 goals in 68 games, and Mississauga, where he spent a little bit of time as a teammate of Panthers prospect Owen Tippett. Yeah, exactly, and that's kind of how this team got a really good look at him is because uh, before Tippett got traded to Saginaw uh, midway through this past season, uh, they were teammates for a season and a half, and obviously the Panthers got a really close eye on Owen Tippett, a first-rounder a couple of years ago, 10th overall. So in watching him, you see the guys he's playing with. You see other guys on the ice, you know, and uh, Cole Schwinn's one of those guys that just really stood out for them, and uh, he's not necessarily a guy that's going to come into the league and score 30 goals in the NHL someday, but you know what? 
a lot of guys aren't going to come into the NHL and score 30 goals one day. You need the role players. You need the guys that maybe can be a great third liner, great fourth liner, guys that can really kind of fill those holes that the other guys like, you know, Alexi Eponiemi, Sarah Noel, uh, Grigori Denisenko, that those high school guys don't fill. You kind of need those other guys to really round out and make a complete team. So that's kind of how the Panthers envision him. And uh, another guy that wasn't here, but thanks to the magic of social media and Twitter, we did see how he feels about this. Uh, he quote tweeted the Panthers uh, after they picked him and said, unbelievable, beyond excited. So clearly he's happy to come to South Florida and it's going to be exciting to see him uh, kind of develop in the coming years. And Jason Buchla here with some thoughts on Cole Schwint's game. Yeah, so Cole um, came on. Um, uh, he play, He's going to play the middle, not not the wing. He can play yep. the wing, but he plays the middle primarily. Um, yeah, you know, we were able to uh, to track him because of Tip being there, and there was lots to like. It fits a need for us, and another big, strong uh, presence in the middle of the ice who's real good in the face-off dot and uh, can cut penalties. So not a guy that you're going to look to score as much as some of our other guys, like the board strips and the troll checks out of the bar cops or something. You know, on a whole different level, but um, he adds that layer um, in his role. So it's a big, big pickup. So Cole Schwint was the fourth player chosen by the Panthers in this 2019 NHL draft, their second pick in the third round. Then it was off to the fourth round, where at the 106th overall selection, the Panthers chose another defenseman, their third defenseman that they chose in this draft to that uh, point. And this is an offensive-minded defenseman named Carter Berger from Victoria of the BCHL. He's headed off to UConn to play hockey uh, starting this fall when he begins his NCAA career. And uh, again, we hear that he's uh, a great skater, and uh, that's certainly an attribute that will help any player at any level. Yeah, and he's uh, kind of the first of two hometown kids Panthers drafted this year and uh, there's a few things you know we always talk about how great it is to see players get drafted and see the smiles on their faces and kind of share that moment with their families but to share it with an entire city and to get picked in the place where you know you learn the game that's really special so that was nice to see but uh, Carter Berger like you said a really smooth skating defense been passed over in last year's draft an overager he's 19 years old but you know what that does that gives you a chip on your shoulder that's exactly what he said it gave him he said he you know he's kept that in the back of his mind went back to Victoria this year had the biggest season of his career like you said a career high 63 points that was 29 more than he had the season before. So this is a kid that, you know, really kind of went into overdrive this season, kind of upped his trajectory a little bit, and now he's heading to UConn to play probably, you know, three at least three three years with the Huskies, really kind of develop his game in the collegiate ranks. Uh, he'll be quarterback in their power play. He's going to be given every opportunity there to succeed. Uh, he, he could be a stud there if things work out. But I think when it comes to Carter Berger, all I can dream about, all I can envision is I just hope that, you know, one day he makes it to the Panthers in the NHL, scores his first goal, just so you can tweet out Cheeseburger. You know, a little top cheddar, a little cheeseburger there. Uh, so, uh, you know me, we talked about it before, fan of good names, Carter Burger. Great name. And if you you heard uh, maybe uh, you know something going on behind us here, there was a big cart of folding chairs that was just taken down the tunnel here at Rogers Arena as they continue to disassemble the draft floor here uh, here as the 2019 NHL draft has come to a close. But we're not done wrapping it up. We are only through uh, well a little more than half of the Panthers draft as we continue to cruise along here. We had some thoughts from uh, from Carter Berger and then some thoughts from Jason Bukla uh, on his game as well. 
you know, I'm really happy to be a Panther. Were they one of the teams you talked to over the process? Nah, a little bit. I mean, you never really know, especially with all the trades happening today. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be here. What does it mean to get drafted in Vancouver for yourself? Yeah, it's pretty special. I mean, I grew up here, born and raised, and I mean, for the draft uh, to be in Vancouver this year and you know, be, be, be my draft here, to get picked here, it's, it's really special. You went undrafted last year. Is this kind of a silver lining now to get drafted in your hometown after that? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you know, playing with a little, it's always in the back of your mind, you know, all season long, just, you know, playing with a little bit of chip on your shoulder. And, uh, yeah, I'm just so happy. What do you think was maybe missing last year that you worked on this year to get drafted? Um, I don't think it was really necessarily one thing. I think the main thing for me was just uh, my confidence. You know, it was my third year with the team, my third year in the league. You know, I was really comfortable with the organization and, you know, the players, staff, all that. So I think when you're comfortable like that, it tends to lead to success. Huge, yeah. So he's an older kid going away to UConn next year. Transitional defenseman, top 10 skater in the draft. Powerful, powerful skater. Um, quick, fast. Um, and uh, I like that uh, he's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder that he was overlooked in the past. He's going right into UConn, the quarterback, their power play, and be a big part of that program. So uh, we're looking forward to see where he goes in the next couple of years. If he develops at a high rate, I would imagine he'll end up in South Florida sooner than later just because uh, he's older already. So Carter Berger was the Panthers' fourth-round selection, 106th overall, a defenseman out of Victoria of the BCHL, going off to play at UConn in the fall. In the fifth round, the Panthers would make two selections. They were back-to-back at 136 and 137 overall. And the first of those two picks was a right winger from the Seattle Thunderbirds in the Western Hockey League, Henry Rabinski. And last year in Seattle, his game really went to another level, had over a point a game in 33 games playing for uh, Seattle, including 28 assists. So uh, so Henry Rabinski put up some nice offensive numbers down the stretch last season with Seattle. And he's got uh, one of the more interesting draft day stories that we've come across in recent years. Oh, I think might be the most interesting draft day story we've come across in years. Uh, we talked about Carter Berger being a hometown kid. Henry Rabinski, also a hometown kid. So, you know, bonus points there. But because this is his hometown, I mean, he's just doing his regular day-to-day stuff. This is also just a regular weekend for him uh, back home in Vancouver and uh, no bigger evidence than that than when the Panthers were about to draft him he actually wasn't here he was across town taking his driver's test this kid's 17 years old turns 18 in a couple days so a little pre-happy birthday here um, but he was taking his driver's test phone started ringing he can't pick up the phone in the car obviously when you take the driver's test they'll, they'll knock you for that you'll lose points for that lose some, lose some points so he's shaking while his phone's ringing he doesn't know what's going on gets on the phone it's his agent saying you know get the heck over here you're about to get drafted <laughs> gets in the car his parents have to drive him. He hasn't passed the driver's test yet. He can't drive himself back over here. Gets over here, you know, meets the Panthers, gets drafted, puts on the jersey. He's in shorts and converse. Uh, you know, he's not in a suit like a lot of these other guys are. Uh, goes to the media gauntlet, meets with us, takes some photos, does all that stuff, takes the jersey back off, gets back in the car with his parents, goes back across town, finishes his driver's test. He said he was doing pretty good at the time, so we're, we're, we're hoping for a strong finish from him in that driver's test. But uh, he, had a, he had a big day. <laughs> a big day, big exciting day here, uh, no doubt about that. Henry Rubinsky from uh, from Seattle. And we didn't even get a chance to talk about him as a player. I mean, he's a guy that, you know, maybe didn't get a fair shake uh, with the Medicine Hat Tigers, the w- WHL, went over the Seattle Thunderbirds, really broke out, 200-foot type player, a guy that, you know, can also do a little bit of everything, all-around player, can put the puck in the back of the net, play some defense. Uh, but once again, this is just my thoughts. I'm not the professional here. That's why we go to Jason Bukula. So here's first Henry Rubinsky on being drafted, followed by Jason Bukula's thoughts on Henry Rubinsky. 
it's a lifelong dream come true. Uh, it, before it happened, I was really nervous. Uh, kind of got to me. Uh, I don't know. It's just I was really ner- nervous, and then just it happened. And I just just started smiling, and just you, you think about all the work you put in, put in, into it. And it's just it's a real experience, and it just made me really happy. And like I was, <laughs> I was just really overwhelmed with feeling. It was just really neat and yeah, fun. And here in your hometown, that's gotta add a little bit of specialness to that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like it was nice. It was in Vancouver. It made things a lot easier. And. It's kind of neat. Like I started playing hockey here, and this is where I got drafted. So it adds that little nice touch to it. So yeah, it's definitely a great feeling. If you had to sum yourself up as a player, give the personal scouting report. How would you? How would you? Do uh, that? I think just really hard work and competing forward. Uh, he's got a little bit of. Uh, a little grit to them, like we're going to the hard, dirty areas, but who can make uh, passes in a different way than other people by like stripping pucks and then making a play and just kind of like that. And but overall, just like a gritty forward who like will do whatever it takes to like get to the net or yeah. And your birthday's coming up in a couple of days. How exciting is it to know you're probably celebrating that in South Florida? Yeah, definitely a treat with uh, being in Florida. It's, I've never been there, but I heard it's unreal. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. I can't wait to spend it there. <laughs> and I heard you were literally getting here today because you had your driving test. Yeah, so I had my uh, driving <laughs> test. and <laughs> I took it and then uh, my agent told me to come to the rink. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I came and now I'm here and it's kind of... Uh, I was a little overwhelmed, but it's just uh, good to be here, and I'm glad to be here. Never seen anything like that in my life. I don't know if anybody else really had, literally, we had to find him in a, and you know, and obviously can't call the kid on his cell phone. He's sitting on a driver desk. But yeah, he came in in his shorts and his uh, Converse and, and whatever else, and his dad called the uh, driving instructors. Pretty cool. When you grade out prospects, you don't you don't grade driving skills, do you? That, that doesn't make. Uh, sense. Not yet. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Hopefully, never have to. What, what can you say with his game, though? It seems like he really took off once he got to Seattle and really kind of discovered that next level of his game. I'm not gonna lie. He was a limited viewing guy for me just because of circumstance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I did see him, um, the team. Uh, um, you know, had average nights, um, but the body of work uh, from scouting that we got in the Western Hockey League from uh, Evan Marble and Reese Jessup, um, and then some feedback just from some other people. Uh, he played 90% of his games at a high level. I unfortunately saw him in a couple of the other ones, um, but we're looking at a uh, full 200-foot player uh, with skill and uh, room to put on more weight. He's lean right now. Um, again compete and uh, knows how to put the puck in the net and the fact that you can use him like another guy you can use in a variety of roles that's really important for us so Jason Bukla there on Henry Rabinski, who the Panthers chose 136th overall, their first of two picks in the fifth round. Jameson, how'd your driver's test go? Oh, okay. So I actually failed the first time. Well, just a the brief intermission here, just to change the pace. No, it, this is, I mean, it's not, I don't even know if it's a good story, but um, so I failed the first time because I tapped a cone, which uh, they, they, they weren't giving me a free pass there. I tapped the cone and they immediately said, you're done, come back again. Well, the problem is, after I wanted to come back, so I failed, I was upset, uh, I was getting ready to come back, a hurricane rolls through, destroys the DMV in Vero Beach where I'm from, so I couldn't do it. So then I had to wait for the DMV in Hope Sound to open up so I could try again. So not only on my second try was I nervous because I failed the first time, I was nervous because I drove about an hour and a half with my family to try again. So if I failed that second time, just think of how much time I'm wasting there for the family. So luckily I went, I was sweating like a pig, I was so nervous, but I passed. 
got my driver's license. Didn't get drafted in the NHL draft that day, but it was still a pretty good day. I've been a passenger in your car numerous times, and I feel safe every time. <laughs> you don't feel the failure there? Nope, nope, nope. So uh, you, you passed the Doug Plagans driving test as well. The Panthers weren't done in the fifth round. One pick after Henry Rabinski at number 137 overall. The Panthers chose Owen Lindmark, uh, a center from the Team USA National Team Development Program, which had just an amazing couple of days. Uh, Spencer Knight came from that program, but there was a time during the first round, Jameson, where I think we really did have half of the selections that were made coming from that program, from that Team USA National Team Development Program. Uh, Just a, a huge weekend for for that team, for that program. Owen Lindmark in the fifth round, the Panthers chose uh, chose him, uh, a young centerman and uh, and a guy who, uh, again, it, it sounds like just a, uh, another very talented player off what was an unbelievably talented team. Yeah, we could one day look back at that U18 team from this past season and just see NHL star, NHL star, NHL star. I mean, that team was so stacked. And the thing about that is, and Jason Buchalo, we'll get to him in a minute, talks about this, is no matter how good your team is, there's still only one puck out there and not every guy on that team can be a star. So the Panthers kind of look at him as a guy that obviously good enough to make such a great team, but didn't maybe necessarily get the touches that the other guys got because he wasn't at their level. So this is a guy that could be poised for a breakout, could have a lot of underlying skill. Uh, you know, he says he's a Jonathan Tays type player. You love to hear that. Big fan of Coach Q. Love to hear that. So that's going to be a little bit of a driver for him to kind of get to South Florida to play with uh, Coach Quenville here. Um, so just kind of looking at his overall game, that's a great pick, great value to get there in the fifth round. And we have some uh, thoughts from both Owen Lindmark and Jason Buchla on, uh, on that selection. So first up here is Owen Lindmark Panthers took him 137th overall their second pick in the fifth round he's a center out of Naperville Illinois and here's what he had to say about being chosen by the Panthers oh it's an unbelievable experience uh you know it's something you dream about as a kid um, and then today seeing it come true it's truly unbelievable and I'm forever grateful anything about the Florida Panthers that made you think maybe this will be the team um you know not really honestly like I, I hadn't really talked to them much before um but you know they're a great organization um so you know coach Quenville uh, I grew up in Chicago so he was always the coach for the Blackhawks so you know it's, it's going to be really really exciting I'm really looking forward to it Does that add a little fire to development hoping to one day get up there and play for Coach Q? Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, the, the hard work starts right now. Um, you know, just going to development camp after this and then uh, this this summer at Wisconsin. So, you know, I just can't wait to get back to work and keep improving my game. You need to work on on your game to get you ready for the NHL. Yeah, I think the past two years um, I've been really working on my, my stick handling. Um, I think that's the biggest aspect of my game that I'm trying to improve. So, um, you know, going forward at the University of Wisconsin, that's definitely something that I'm going to be improving constantly every day. Um, you know, whether it's shooting room or just on the ice after practice. So, um, you know, I'm just really looking forward to getting better and keep improving my game. Is there a player you model your game after or anyone you compare your play style to? I mean, I just, like, growing up as a Chicago Blackhawks fan, I always loved the way Jonathan Tays played. Um, you know, just the 200-foot game style that he plays. Uh, I think I have a similar two-way game to him. Um, so I think, you know, obviously I'm not comparing myself to him, but I think that he's definitely someone that I look up to, and uh, I love watching him play hockey. There's no kidding, though. He has such a special team. Uh, only one puck, you know, and uh, Owen uh, flew 
under the radar a little bit in relation to some of their other high-end guys. But uh, we believe that uh, in any other year on that team that he would have played a, a more significant role offensively. So what you're getting there is a kid going to Wisconsin who plays fast and hard and, uh, again, we believe has got a lot more skill and a lot more to give offensively than his numbers currently um, show. And, again, it's just because, I mean, to be fair, there's only one puck and that team is very elite. Their high-end guys were very elite. And, but we're excited. This guy's, wow, real good skater, real high compete, a lot of drive, great character. So addresses a lot of the needs that we're looking for again there. Jason Buchla there talking about Owen Lindmark, the Panthers' second pick in the fifth round. And, uh, and again, a guy that sounds like he has a, a ton of upside. Oh, 100%. And uh, he's just got the right attitude. And I think it also helps him coming from a program, like we said, such a great team. He's saw so many of his friends get drafted uh, throughout the show. The whole whole team almost got drafted uh, with a lot of them going in the first round. So you have to kind of think to yourself that he's probably looking at those guys. And yeah, they're his friends, but they're also a little bit of competition. Uh, I'm sure he wants to see those guys down the road in three or four years and either be on their level or be beyond them. These are guys that he was playing behind on this team for years. So he's got a lot to prove to himself, to his teammates, uh, to everyone and uh, I think that's a really good driver for this guy really good uh, you know kind of light that fire under him so two picks in the fifth round for the Panthers Henry Rinsky at number 136 and Owen Lindmark at number 137 couple of forwards taken there after the uh, Panthers had uh, in those first four picks taken uh, three defensemen along with a forward and a goalie so here we are now two picks left to recap and it was in the sixth round that the Panthers chose right winger Greg Morellis with the 168th overall pick and this is a guy uh, an overager in junior, but uh, last season, 36 goals, 61 assists, 97 points in uh, 68 games for Greg Morales coming out of the Ontario Hockey League. And uh, and again, he's uh, a winger and a guy who put up some huge offensive numbers. Yeah, I mean, like you said, he's, he's an overager. He's 20 years old, uh, blew up last season with Kitchener Rangers, uh, 97 points. Uh, the, the season before that, he had 30 points. I mean, that, that's just a monumental shift, uh, an, an explosion of talent right there, an explosion to his point total. So uh, now the question is, is that who he is or is that a fluke? And I think that's what the Panthers, uh, you know, here this late in the draft, that's something you definitely don't bat an eye at rolling the dice on. You, if you end up getting that 97-point player, if that's the guy he is, at that point in the draft, that's insane value to get there for the Panthers. And here are some thoughts from Jason Bukla on the selection of Greg Morales. Uh, well, now he's got to prove it that uh, last year wasn't just an anomaly. Like he was kind of slowly building to that. Um, some kids, their their timeline is different. You know, body grows um, at different stages, all that kind of stuff. 5'9", 190 pound forward with speed, 100 points in Kitchener last year. We stepped on him because we were of the belief that if we didn't step on him now, we were going to be in a compete situation for him as a free agent next year. And we believe enough in him right now that instead of getting ourselves in a quandary with 10 other teams, that we're going to draft him, bring him in and nurture him for a year and, and, uh, and see where he goes from there. So it's still up to him, but uh, we have a real good relationship in Kitchener with Jay McKee, ex-pro uh, Kaber and him are really close and everything came back really really positive so he had a fantastic year we're looking forward to him continuing that so Jason Bukla there we're going to hear from him one more time here in just a moment as the Panthers made one more pick number 199 overall in this draft in the seventh round they picked 
Another forward from the Seattle Thunderbirds in the Western Hockey League. This time it was Matthew Wedman. And you talk about guys who had big jumps in offensive production. Last year he had 40 goals, 77 points in 66 games. His goal totals went up to 40 from 17 in the uh, in the previous year. So a guy who uh, his offensive game went to new heights last season. Yes, almost the exact same thing as Morellis. It's a guy that overage or 20 years old but suddenly had a great season. And like I said before, it's time to find out if that's who he is or who he isn't. So for the Panthers, this late in the draft, once again, great, great job there taking a shot at this kid, you know, bringing him in. Another guy, like we said before, 20 years old, could be in the AHL sooner rather than later. So uh, once again, I mean, it's not always about just finding a, a potential superstar in, in, late in the draft. It's about finding those guys that will round out your AHL team, could someday be a good bottom six player in the NHL. So for the Panthers, Dale Talon talked about it much earlier in this episode. Uh, many, many sound clips ago he talked about this. Was just It's about rounding out your team. It's about getting everything. You can't always just load your team with you know top-tier stacked players. You have to get a little bit of everything. So especially with these overagers, these last two picks, I think the Panthers did a good job of that. And speaking of keeping things well-rounded, I know you say we're going to go back to Jason Buchleff for this last pick like we have done for the previous eight. But in order to just kind of, I don't know, just kind of finish the way we started, I think we should go back to Panthers general manager Dale Talon to talk about pick number 199, the final pick in the Panthers draft, forward Matthew Wedman. Big heavy, uh, hard player that scores goals and goes to this, you know, dirty areas. If you watch the NHL playoffs in the finals, that was really evident. You had to be able to withstand that down low and play strong, heavy minutes. And that's what we like, his ability to score goals and, and work through traffic. So I want to say uh, thanks again to uh, to Jason Buchla for the time, to Dale Talon, and uh, to the draft picks that we caught up with, uh, you know, for the for the time, and uh, always such a fun event. Uh, again, the Panthers uh, having a, a draft here where they were able to, and, and Dale Talon talked about this as well, uh, a draft where they were able to get a lot of different players with a lot of different skill sets, covered every position in this draft. Uh, you know, you get a little bit of everything here, and and uh, you mentioned the phrase uh, rounding it out, and the Panthers uh, really deep in really every aspect of their prospect pool through this draft. Yeah, and you look at this prospects, like we said, a really complete class, and it just it's so powerful at the top with Spencer Knight. Like like we've said before, and I'll keep saying it again, this is a guy that has the potential to be just so, so good with all his abilities, with the head he has on his shoulders, with all that stuff. You take it all together, this is a guy that... He, you don't want to say can't miss because there is no such thing as a can't miss prospect, but I think he's as close as you can get on draft day to feeling good about a prospect. And I think that just makes this entire draft, even if even if he was the only pick they made for the entire weekend, this draft was a win. The rest is just gravy. But uh, they made a lot out of those uh, other eight picks they had, and this really turned into a really complete, well-rounded draft that I think we're going to look back on in a couple of years. And you might not say, other than you know Spencer Knight, maybe a couple other guys, it might not be star-studded, but there could be a lot of guys from this draft down the line that do wear a Panthers jersey. And Jameson, I know we talked a little bit about this in our draft preview episodes but always so fun to talk to the players you know literally minutes after they've been drafted and and really experienced what was a lifelong goal and dream for for all of them to have their names called at the nhl draft it it really is and the coolest thing too is you have obviously guys like spencer Knight in the first round that you know know they're going in the first round they know what they're showing up for on day one but then you have the guys that you pick in the you know the fourth fifth rounds that you know really some of them probably think uh, thought to themselves they might not even get drafted these are guys that really all of this just 
comes as a surprise and they're just so excited and they really don't know where they're going. I mean, you talk to Spencer Knight, obviously the Panthers spent hours and hours meeting with him, talking with him uh, before the draft. So he, he already knew all the names in the room by the time he got drafted by the Panthers. But then when you ask the guys later on, like I said, the fourth, fifth, sixth pick round guys, when you talk to them, a lot of them say, you know, they never even talked to the Panthers. Their agents might have, but they didn't, you know, get one-on-one meetings with these guys. These are guys that, you know, really could have ended up with any of the 31 teams in the NHL. They're, 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 they're mysteries. And that's kind of the excitement for them is they don't know what jersey they're putting on, but at the end of the day, they're just happy to have a jersey on. And uh, for the Panthers, they got some great kids. I can say that too. I mean, I know it's it's all surface level, but just talking to these kids, you can tell how many great kids they got today and how many kids that are really you're just excited and ready to put the work in. And uh, a big thank you to everybody who tuned in, followed along with our draft coverage. Uh, we always say thanks to everybody who tunes in on Territory Talk, and it means a ton to us that you're uh, tuned in here. But uh, but I know a lot of folks out there probably followed along over the weekend as well with everything going on on the radio side with us on 560 WQAM and everything on uh, on FloridaPanthers.com and everything on social media. So we thank you very much for uh, following along with everything. It was a great weekend. Big thanks to uh, to everybody here in uh, in Vancouver and, uh, and Panthers PR and uh, everybody puts in a, a ton of hard work over yeah, the no, weekend. It's, it's, so it's, big it's, thank it you. It takes an army. It takes an army. Yep. to get to the NHL draft for a team to get everything done and everyone did such a great job and uh, like we said this is being recorded on Saturday the draft ended only you know a little bit over an hour ago sorry if we're, we're fumbling over our words a bit if we sound a bit loopy it is like Doug said it's been a very busy hectic two days Brooks Bratton from the Nashville Predators taking a look back at us right now he looks He's tired an as well exclusive listen to the the uh, pre-edited edition <laughs> he runs a great podcast as well for the Nashville Predators. So if you're a fan of uh, teams that start with P, if you're a fan of uh, the Panthers and the Predators, make sure to give that a look at NashvillePredators.com. We're giving him a shout out. Plagan starts with P. Plagan's also starts with P. So like we said, things are just, they're coming apart here at the end of the podcast. We, we are just, we're burnt out here. But thanks once again. It's and they're putting everything away. Putting everything away. They're going to put us away here soon. They're going to wheel us out of this building, send us back to South Florida. But when we get back to South Florida, there's going to be a lot going on, a lot to do, Doug. Development camp starts on Thursday and uh, the Prospects will be broken into two groups. And uh, again, you can go to FloridaPanthers.com for all the scheduling information, the on-ice times. Panthers Ice Den in Coral Springs. It's free and open to the public. Come and check it out. A chance to see all these, uh, all the prospects up close and personal. And uh, and obviously just a, a really fun environment. And, uh, and you know, it's uh, the first taste of... You know, being a being a Panther and throwing on the on the jersey, uh, you know, during development camp for for a lot of these guys. So uh, we'd love to see you out there. They start uh, hitting the ice on Thursday, a week from, or I should say, uh, at the time of this record. Sunday is when the scrimmage will take place when the two groups will uh, play against each other 9 to 11 Sunday morning so uh, if you if you can only make it out to one part of development camp that's a pretty exciting time to make it out there so what 9 to 11 a.m. on Sunday is when you can check out the development camp scrimmage but uh, always a good time and a chance to see uh, a lot of prospects and a chance to see uh, uh, you know we don't have the full roster at the time of this recording but uh, likely uh, a number of the guys that were drafted here in Vancouver yeah and uh uh, it's getting hot out there. Get get into the ice stand, escape the heat, watch some hockey. And like I've said before, when I was on the radio with you guys earlier on WQAM, there's no better place to take photos with these guys, to get autographs, to you know push your face up against the glass and get as close as possible to these guys. Really get see the action up close. The future stars of the Florida Panthers. Let's not forget. Are all these guys going to make it? Or are they all going to be stars? No, but it's safe bet at least some of them are. And this is your chance to go out there and check them out. Be sure to uh, come on out to development camp. And uh, and again, it's going to be uh, an exciting uh, exciting time here through 
through development camp. So uh, be sure to check that out again. Free and open to the public. Panthers Ice and in Coral Springs, Thursday to Sunday, FloridaPanthers.com for all your on-ice times. And speaking of FloridaPanthers.com, that's where you can go to get your Panthers season tickets as well. Those are on sale now. You want to get those as soon as possible. 954-835-PUCK is the number to call. FloridaPanthers.com is the website to go to, and uh, you can get your season tickets. You can start getting those now for the 1920 season. It's about going to do it for us from uh, here in Vancouver. We made it. We uh, here on uh, on Territory Talk. We thank you very much for uh, being here with us today. Again, whether it's your first time tuned into Territory Talk or you've been with us since day one, we thank you very much for uh, for tuning in and making Territory Talk a part of your week. Uh, they have just about broken everything down at uh, on the draft floor. What used to be the draft floor, they've kind of put away a lot of the tables now. I think we're about to break down at this point. And I think it's time to. I think uh, I think they they probably want us to uh, vacate these seats that we're occupying right now as we record territory talk. So we're uh, we're getting the episode done just in time. But uh, thanks again, everybody, for tuning in, and uh, great to to get to meet a lot of these prospects once again. Thanks everybody for following along. Thanks to Dale Talon. Thanks to Jason Buchla. Thanks to uh, the draft picks that we caught up with for the time for Jamison Olive. I'm Doug Plagans. New material from Territory Talk each and every Wednesday. So be on the lookout for that. FloridaPanthers.com territory talk itunes google play soundcloud spotify wherever you find your favorite podcast you can find territory talk so be sure to check it out each and every week wednesdays when you can expect new ones all all year long the whole calendar year and uh, that's going to do it for us today for jameson olive i'm doug plagans we'll talk to you next week Thanks for listening to Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers. For all your Panthers news and information, follow FLA Panthers on Twitter.